Welcome to the Surviving Outside Sales Podcast. This is your host, Mike O'Kelly. Hello. It has been several months uh, since a new episode has been released. So I do apologize. Life has gotten in the way, to say the least. And I know that everybody who's listening to this right now has had moments in their life where life has just gotten in the way. And sometimes it's very overwhelming. And in this case, it has been overwhelming. There's There was a lot that was going on in my life and just wanted to kind of share. And I know everybody can relate and hopefully somebody can take some aspects of what I've been going through and apply it in their personal lives or realize that it happens to everybody. This world is not rainbows and butterflies. So the last episode was released in early December, and there are several episodes that I've recorded, interviews that I've had, and they have not been edited yet, but they will shortly, and they'll be released. Actually, two probably my favorite episodes. So I'm very excited to share those with two very dynamic guests. But I wanted to just kind of update, kick things back off as opposed to just airing another episode. So this is a stripped version. There's no editing. There's no music. It's just me. So I might be releasing a few of these on various topics from time to time. It's just a lot faster for me to do that because uh, I don't do all the editing myself. I have a I have a guy who does my sound editing and does the video editing for the videos that go up on YouTube. So this is a lot easier for me. I can just record and I can just post. So I'll be doing this more often from time to time because it's just going to be a lot easier. But just wanted to give you an update. A lot has happened since December. And I wanted to just kind of take you kind of all the way back to September. So I've been in sales, been in outside sales for 15 to 20 years. And one of the reasons why the surviving outside sales kind of idea podcast came together was because at some point, there's an expiration date to being an outside sales. Everyone's expiration date is different. And there's different aspects of outside sales. And that's kind of how we've broken it up in the three sections, getting in, dominating, and getting out for that reason. Because when the idea was created, that was the thought process. There's really three massive phases. There's the getting in. It is when you're starting, you're transitioning into the industry. There's the dominating. While you're in the industry, you're trying to do as best you can, make as much money. And then there's the getting out. And that's the expiration date that we talk about. And so at some point, everybody leaves and everybody has that day. And you never know when that day is going to be. And the best thing to do is prepare for it. At some point, whatever company you are working for is either going to be sold, your position is going to be gone. Now that could be 20 years from now, it could be 15 years from now, but it's inevitable. And so starting back in September, I was looking to create another revenue stream. And that is really what the getting out part is. What is your sales escape plan? What is your plan for the future? Working smarter, not necessarily harder. And it's coming down with multiple streams of in income, multiple businesses, how can you leverage your time into resources and, and creating opportunities? And if the last couple months, especially the time that there was a break from the podcast, inflation has skyrocketed. Now, I'm not getting into any politics, okay? I will tell you this, inflation happens for dozens of reasons. There's not one or two things that cause inflation. 
it is a series of events that all take place that culminate in this. But inflation is never stopping. If you look at what the dollar was worth 50 years ago, 25 years ago, it's never stopping. So if you're in sales right now and you're younger and you're thinking, well, you know, I'll just make more money. Companies are not going to start paying people $200,000 for a routine outside sales position. Okay. So they're going to keep offering the same types of base salaries. In fact, they're already doing it. If you look at the base salaries now, they're not any different for a lot of these same positions. The base salaries are not that much different than they were 10, 15 years ago. So they're not keeping up with inflation. And so if you are in sales right now, you need to start thinking about your future and you need to start thinking five, 10 years down the road. And so I don't want to freak you out. I have no idea what's going to happen. I don't have a crystal ball, but inflation is going to continue and the dollar is going to continue every year to get less and less and less. So how are you going to prepare and how are you going to put yourself up for success? So starting in September, I had this conversation with my wife, I had this conversation with friends of mine. A lot of my friends that are in similar positions, they are doing the exact same thing. They're trying to insulate themselves by creating multiple streams of income, multiple businesses, multiple ways of bringing in revenue. They're going to insulate themselves from inflation. They're going to protect themselves for the future. And so just having one source of income is a very, very scary thing. And so I started in September looking for opportunities and opportunities are everywhere. Just know that they are everywhere. You just have to open your eyes. You just have to be very curious and you have to start thinking to yourself, what are my skills? What do I enjoy doing? And what do I think I'm good at? Not what, what do other people think I'm good? What do I think I'm good at? What do I enjoy? And so I started looking into multiple businesses and I'll go, I will share another episode of my entire thought process and also what I think I am good at and what I don't think I'm as strong at. I have strengths and I have weaknesses. And so I basically went on the whiteboard. And if you're watching on YouTube right now, I rearranged my little man cove, as I call it, my business area. I rearranged it where the desk is facing upstairs. And so I put the whiteboard, I I moved the whiteboard from where it was. You couldn't see it in any other videos. And so I rearranged the whiteboard here. And so I basically went on the whiteboard and I wrote down all of the pros, cons, strengths, weaknesses, things that I enjoy. And a couple businesses shook out. And so I started on that process a little bit in September and October, but it really sped up in November, December, and January. It really, I mean, it was almost consumed me on a daily basis. So one of the businesses did not pan out, but that's okay. So now I know I'll never, ever wonder what would have happened. And then one of the other businesses worked. And so my wife and I purchased a business and we're going to be opening it this fall, hopefully this fall. I'm learning a lot about commercial real estate. I'm learning a lot about law. I'm learning a lot about leases, but we're opening a business this fall. So stay tuned. I will share with you exactly what I did, how I went through that process, the whole nine yards, because I think it's very informative, especially if you're in that getting out phase. If you're in your late thirties or you're in your forties, or even if you're in your thirties or twenties and you're like, you know what? I want to do what you're doing, Mike. I want to hear more about this. I'm going to share all of it because I learned a lot along the way. And I want to share so that it can speed up your process. If that's the route that you want to go. 
And so I'm not going to stop there. Once these businesses are open, I'm going to look to opening more businesses. And so just expand. And this is all for my daughters. This is for my wife and my daughters so that they can have everything that they want in this world and they can have every opportunity to live out whatever dream that they want and they have. So this is this is what I'm doing. So again, we talk about life happening. Well, unfortunately, not everything is is great. So my companion, my dog, Colby, German Shepherd mix that I rescued when I was 30. I turned 30 and I'm 43 now. She passed away. So around Thanksgiving, she started acting really funny. We took her to the vet and she got an ultrasound and they found cancer. They found tumors on her spleen. So what that meant was they needed to remove the spleen. And she also had ruptured tumors that were basically inter causing internal bleeding. And so there was a constant nausea she was feeling. And looking back, she kind of had moments where she kind of wasn't acting herself the weeks prior, but we didn't think anything of it because she's 12, she was 12 years old. She was an older dog. She wasn't moving around uh, like she used to. So we just thought it was with age and we took her to the vet. And then within four hours of taking her to the vet, she was scheduled for emergency surgery. So she had surgery overnight and they removed the spleen, but when they were in there, they found more tumors attached to, I believe it was her liver. I can't remember if it was a liver or kidney right now, but it was other internal organs. And so what that basically meant was the cancer was everywhere. And that's what they found. They tried to clean out the cancer as much as possible, but it was everywhere. It had spread all over her body. So they asked me if we wanted to put her down and I just wasn't ready. I was being selfish. But I did ask if she was in pain and they said, we don't believe she's in pain because the internal bleeding is what was really causing the nausea. It wasn't the actual tumors. It was the bleeding. If the tumors don't rupture, then she's going to you know, not feel great, but she's not going to be in a lot of pain. And so they gave some pain medications. They also gave me some Chinese supplement that would slow the internal bleeding if tumors did rupture. So she was taking those pills every day and she started to get back to normal after about two weeks, you know, obviously she had had her stomach cut open. And so after about two weeks, the sutures had healed and the skin had healed and she was kind of acting normal. You know, she was wagging her tail. She was, you know, out in the backyard. She kind of ran around a little bit and, and she was kind of acting normal. And then Christmas Eve family came over, my parents and uh, my sister and her family came over for dinner. She was acting like a puppy. She was bouncing around, so excited to see everybody. And I did kind of tell everybody and prepare them, this, this might be the last time you see Colby. So please hug her, give her some love. I didn't know how true those words were going to be because the day after Christmas, she went outside at about 8 a.m. and refused to come back inside. She would not eat. She would not wag her tail. She wouldn't even look at me. And these were the warning signs that the vet had said. When she starts to pull back from you, that's when you know it's over. It's she's feeling so horrible that she knows that something is really wrong. And so as she walked up the deck stairs, she almost fell over almost as if she was drunk. And so I looked at my wife and I said, I got to take her in. I can't, I can't do this anymore. I mean, she can't do this to her. And so right there, you know, my wife hug, gave her a kiss and, you know, let the kids pet and hug her and, well, Kendall, not, not our, at the time, six month old, but, you know, Kendall didn't know what was going on. Of course, our little Chihuahua was 
busy eating a bone as we like to joke. She's extremely selfish and she had no idea what was going on. And, and I put Colby in the car and, and drove her to the vet and had a couple hours with her before I had to say goodbye. And it was really rough. I mean, even thinking back, it's almost like a fog. It's just, I can't believe she's gone. She was with me through a lot of my life, almost 30% of my life. And, you know, you don't think about how much an animal becomes part of your family and how it really affects you. And I mean, I was wrecked for like a week. I just was walking around in a daze. So, you know, going through right after Christmas to the new year's, it was really rough. And it's anybody that has lost a pet, especially somebody that is, you know, such formidable years knows how difficult it is. And so it was kind of, it was a real punch to the gut. We knew it was coming even after the surgery, we knew it was coming. It just you just still can't prepare for that. There was a lot of times in my thirties where all of my friends were getting married and they're having all these massive life events and I was still single. And anybody that's gone through that knows that, you know, if all your friends are with their family or they've got little kids, they can't go out at night. There's a lot of nights where you're like, well, I guess, you know, either you go out by yourself or you just stay at home, watch movies. And that's what I did. And Colby was there and I would take Colby to breweries, take her for walks, take her to the park. You know, I'd take her to baseball fields and just let her run around and, and, or I take her over to my sister's house and they've always had dogs and she'd run around the backyard, you know, and you don't realize how intertwined they become in your life. You know, you are their sole provider and they're your sole companion if you live by yourself. So it was really rough and that kind of, you know, pushed back some things, but combined with life happening and all of a sudden, you know, you wake up and four months are gone <laughs> and you realize, wow, I haven't released a podcast episode in four months. And you kind of wonder where the time went. And then you kind of look back and I, I've been going nonstop, absolutely nonstop with various businesses and projects and trying to be the best dad and husband that I can. And so I know if you're listening right now, you've been in similar situations before. There's always light at the end of the tunnel. And sometimes life hits you from all angles at the same time. You can't always prepare for it. What you can do is try to insulate yourself from some of these things happening. What I'm trying to do is if, for instance, something like this happens again, I still have several revenue generating businesses that are working without me. And so as, as we've said before, and some of the podcast guests have said, you really want to set yourself up. So you're working on your business. You're not working in your business. If you're not physically out there every day, are you still generating revenue? Is your business still making money without you? If the answer is no, you need to rework your system and your processes. And so um, that's kind of what's been happening, you know, from personal side. And I vetted several businesses, as I mentioned before, in January, I flew out to Texas to finalize a deal for one of those businesses. And so here we are. That started in February. It's been a lot of conference calls. It's been a lot of talking with lawyers. It's been a lot of talking with accountants. It has been setting up LLCs, the whole nine yards. So on future episodes of podcasts, I will go through everything that is needed and everything that can be done in order to do that. I can run through that so you can speed up your process. And if you want to go down that route, you can. So 
I do have two episodes that I really, really enjoyed with two dynamic individuals that I'm going to be getting edited and releasing soon. So I'm very excited for those to be released. One of those was shot in November. I know. I know. I apologize to this guest for the delay, but I think you're really going to enjoy it. So that's pretty much it. It it is just as a reminder, if you're out there and you are putting in the work, congratulations. Hopefully you had a great end of 2021 and you had a great beginning of 2022. Shoot, we're almost at the end of Q1. Go out there, hit your numbers, and uh, we'll see you soon. So as always, Hopefully you like the show, uh, give it five stars on Apple and Spotify and share with your friends, reach out to the show, download, share. We're also on YouTube. If you want to watch the episodes or uh, if you have any ideas, please reach out. Uh, I'm always looking for new guests. I'm always looking for ideas for the show. Thanks. See you next time on Surviving Outside Sales.